Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. This hour, it'll be Papa John himself. Papa John Schnatter at the bottom of the hour. He talks about small business. Can you be an entrepreneur in this economy? He also has a house in Naples, Florida. We talk about the damage that uh, that he suffered and the neighbors suffered there in uh, in Naples. We get into a lot of it. Make sure you stick around for that. We talk about work ethic and the old American way. And you know what, Carrie? We talk a lot about making pizzas. Oh, yummy. Why okay. not, right? Yeah, you made pizzas. He made pizzas. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, come on. You got to talk about making pizzas. Of course and, you do. Uh, and, and it's sort of a metaphor, though, when you're a manager at Domino's or a pizza maker or whatever, or at Papa John's. Um, it's a metaphor because back in the day, in the 80s when I was doing it, um, and when he started out Papa John's, right, probably right around the same time, um, the people who ran the joint knew how to make pizza. And my question to him was, does the current CEO have any experience Making pizza. You're going to want to hear his uh, his mm. answer to that. Okay. So we've got that for you at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. A bunch of sound bites here. I've got um, Joe Biden. I've got uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I also have a little John Fetterman for you. Are we saying Fetterman or Fetterwoman? What, what are we saying for Fetterman? Fetterman. Did you not hear that he called himself John Fetterwoman? Yeah, because we talked about it. Yeah. So uh, did you do that story at all in, on any of the stations? Um, I don't believe so. Because if you did, you'd have to call him Fetter Woman, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I, I didn't, so I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, he literally said, I'm no longer John Fetterman. I'm John Fetter Woman. And people cheered for that, Carrie. People cheered <laughs> for that. I know they the did. Guy, I know. You, you know. You know he's he's 6'8", um, right? He's a gigantic person. I know. Oh, wow. He, I knew he was tall. 6'8". That's, that's a he's lot. He's 6'8". Yeah. Stood up and called himself John Fetter Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're a woman, some would say. Would you, would you vote know. for him because he said that? No. That would not make you vote for for Mr. Fetterwoman. It would not. No, 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 no. I, I'm just. By the no. way, you took a day off this week, so you're not getting it. It ain't happening. Oh, come on. I'm not kissing up to you. You took a day off. But for my child. I was child, here working it. For my child. Again, he doesn't want you there. <laughs> he did too. <laughs> that is Chocolate Voice. Always glad to have her along for the ride. Polo yeah. getting it done. With, with what looks like a brand new polo shirt. I don't know. It's a nice one. We've got uh, Sam in the house making that happen. Sam, what's the weather like in the Hurricane Alley over there? Well, it's calmed down a little bit, but it's raining more. Less windy, more rain. Crazy. I mean, beginning of the show, Sam sent me a note. said, you know, Monica might have to take over. We might lose power. So uh, right in the storm line mm. of hurricane. But it's not a hurricane right now, is it, uh, Carrie? It's a tropical something. It is a, a tropical cyclone, they're, they were calling it. Uh, Can I be honest with you? I've never ago. heard a tropical cyclone. Yeah. I've heard of a tropical storm. I've heard of a tropical depression. Depression, yeah. Yep. Right before a tropical storm, uh, right before it becomes a hurricane, it's called a tropical storm. I literally, on this side of the globe, have never heard it called a tropical cyclone. I know. Yeah, that's what it is right now. It, 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 that just seems to be terminology from elsewhere. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, th- there's no update on damage. I'm seeing some people saying $16 billion in damage. I'm seeing some um, numbers there. You said there are more than 20 uh, deaths that we know about. Exactly. And that number is expected to rise, according to um, officials in Florida. So if we if we see any more numbers, anything else like that, make sure you let me know. Yep. I want to get into some other stuff. Again, we started the show with uh, telling you what the very latest was on all that. John Fetterman is a guy who was, I guess he was the mayor of some city in um, in Pennsylvania. 
And then he was the lieutenant governor. And now he's running for U.S. Senate against Dr. Oz. And he's in the midst of all this. He had a stroke. And we wish him well health-wise. But he has a hard time putting words together now. And sometimes just is completely out of it. Um, is not saying, I guess, what he intends to say. I'm not making fun of the fact that he had a stroke. But I would rather that he focuses on his health and maybe not so much on trying to get something he thinks he deserves. As a mayor, he was horrible. As a lieutenant governor, he's been horrible. Here's a guy that said multiple times, we played the audio, where he thinks that you could release a third of the, of the inmate population in Pennsylvania and nobody would be adversely affected by that. I mean, there's something wrong with the guy in my book, so I'm not okay with that. And then he says these dumb things, like he's trying to show how pro-abortion he is by saying I'm John Fetterwoman. Doesn't make any sense. Um, and then he came, came out with this one. I guess, I guess it's high time to attack the NRA, too. Um, I'm assuming that that's what his cause is here. I've never understood that. I mean, it's a group of people, about 5 million people in the NRA, and they don't sell guns, so it's not about selling guns. They, they keep on pretending like they're selling guns. They're not. It's about properly training people, properly making people understand the Second Amendment, and um, getting together in, in a rifle club. But this is what Fetterman had to say. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, not afraid of anything, and certainly not, not the NRA. And let me be clear. The NRA does not represent the overwhelming majority of what gun owners really believe and want. That is the lunatic fringe of gun ownership. No, it's really not. The NRA is not the lunatic fringe of gun ownership. The NRA is an organization that has always looked out for the rights of people according to the Second Amendment. We have the God-given right to arm ourselves and to make sure that we're safe from bad guys, from you know, to defend our, our homes and our families, and to fight tyranny, should it come to that. So I don't know what he's talking about, but I guess if you call it the lunatic fringe, that makes it so. But those who aren't watching, he again is sitting there wearing a hoodie. He looks completely unpresentable when it comes to wanting to be a senator, United States senator. I don't know why he's wearing the hoodie, although there was some growth on his neck that we saw last week or two weeks ago, and maybe he's hiding that. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, not afraid of anything, and certainly not, not the NRA. And let me be clear, the NRA does not represent the overwhelming majority of what gun owners really believe and want. That is the lunatic fringe of gun ownership. Now, here's the weird part. And, Carrie, I know that you can't see this. In this, I thought it was a hoodie. It's not. He's got some wrap around his neck, and he's wearing, like, a, a tie and a jacket. Oh, because he's all, sitting down. I've only seen him in a hoodie. Well, mm. generally speaking, he walks around in a hoodie no matter what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. But in this, it's almost like, well, even though I'm not wearing a hoodie, it's almost like somebody cut a hoodie top off or the lining around the neck. So, again, I think probably to cover this thing up that's on his neck. Yeah. And, again, I don't know why there's a growth. I don't think that's because he's an idiot politically. Um, and I hope the growth is healed and it's non-cancerous and everything. But having said that, the guy just looks completely unpresentable. I want this man to get medical help. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, not afraid of anything and certainly not, not the NRA. And let me be clear. The NRA does not represent the overwhelming majority of what gun owners really believe and want. That is the lunatic fringe of gun ownership. It's just not true. Um, but having said that, why doesn't somebody ask him, why do you keep covering your neck up? What's going on there? I think the voters of Pennsylvania deserve to know mm. if the guy is healthy enough to be their, their U.S. senator. I think they deserve it. And now let's go back to Biden from the other day when Biden was looking for Jackie. Um, the other day, some hunger gathering that Jackie Walarski, uh, the, the former 
Indiana representative who was killed tragically in early, in early August, almost two months ago now. Um, she was part of this panel, this bipartisan commission to fight hunger and bring nutrients and so on, so on and so forth to the American people. And Biden's listing off the bipartisan commission and those who worked on it. And then he got to Jackie Walorski. I just found this out today. They had done a memorial right before he made this announcement for Jackie Walorski. Like right there. So he should have known this. This is something that I saw on Twitter in relation to this Whoopi Goldberg video and audio I'm about to play for you. They, they had already memorialized her and they, her family was there so that Biden could meet with them privately or personally and whatever. But as he's speaking, of course, he says, Jackie, is Jackie here? Where's Jackie? Which is crazy because, again, she died two months ago. Now, Carrie, somebody died 30 years ago. Or somebody died two months ago. What would be more fresh in your mind, do you think? Uh, the one who died two months ago. Okay, so let me give you the, the Whoopi Goldberg soundbite because I didn't think it made any sense. And, and you just sort of agreed with me here. So let me play this. Yeah. Yesterday, the White House addressed a gaffe from President Biden at a conference on hunger, nutrition, and health where he asked for a representative who died in a car accident last month. Take a look. I want to thank all of you here. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. The president appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed to indicate she might be in the room. Of course, she was on his mind. She was of top of mind uh, for the president. He said, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. No, I totally understand. I just, I just explained she was on top of mind. The confusing part is why, if she and the family is top of mind, does the president think that she's living and in the room? I don't find that confusing i mean i think many people can speak to sometimes when you have someone top of mind they're a top of mind and i'm gonna have Whoopi's response in a second here but i'm confused why she's even bringing this up how do you make any sort of response or rationale for what biden did um clearly the woman died less than two months ago he should know that she was on the commission for this thing that he's doing um in washington at the moment and, and, of course, KJP, Green Jean-Pierre's answer is just stupid. It's just disconnected and dumb. Uh, I'm glad that some of the media were questioning it. But, Carrie, what's interesting here to me is that the lefty Whoopi Goldberg is now turning against the lefty media reporters that were asking a very simple, very obvious uh-huh. question. Okay. She, like, in two seconds turned on them. So here's Whoopi's response. Here, here's her reasoning and rationale as to why this was okay that Biden did this. You know, my gosh, come on. You can't go after him for, you know, not giving aid to Florida or not tackling the infrastructure. He's giving aid to Ukraine. So you can't go after him for that. But you can go after him for forgetting that someone has passed. I mean, and she passed last month, not like 100 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we dealt with that as well, where people said, you know, that person who died 100 years ago did a great job. Well, what is she talking about? Uh, not really sure. I mean, were you following? I uh, know. I so if if you're if they died a long time ago, you would remember that. More but you so wouldn't remember it if it was last month. Death. Oh, okay. Here's a woman he worked with to put together this hunger and nutrition commission. He worked with her on that allegedly. Her family is there to memorialize her in her stead. They allegedly had a memorial for her before this happened. And Whoopi Goldberg's answer is, it's not like she died 100 years ago, because we've had that too. I don't know what that means. So they died 100 years ago. 
that common knowledge. If they died last month, eh, you might forget. Carrie, he worked with this lady yeah. four or five months ago, last yes. year, whatever it was. Yeah. And then he was informed she died. And he's looking for her. There is no excuse. But what I really found interesting, because Whoopi Goldberg's not that smart, so I'm not surprised that she's saying something dumb. I mean, she's had to retract a lot of things in the past few months alone on The View, attacking people for this or that, called Lindsey Graham, like inferred that he was gay last week or something. She had to come out and apologize for that. Um, Attacked Pastor Heggie. We called her out on that big time several years ago. And she was just dead wrong. But having said all of that, what really jumps out at me is that the left is starting to eat its own. You don't dare question Biden on anything, even if he thinks a dead woman might be in the room. I found that to be ultimately interesting because this wasn't Jackie Heinrich or, or Peter Ducey from Fox. This wasn't somebody from Newsmax. These are a couple of mainstream reporters in the middle of the room asking these questions and didn't just let her get away with it. They, they asked again, but wait a second. He's literally saying, where is she? Can you point her out in the room? And Whoopi Goldberg did not spare a second letting these media members have it. She wouldn't let me have it because I don't care. I'm, you know, I'm somebody who is a conservative. She's a liberal, so we're not going to get along anyway. It's not like she was attacking me or the ghost of Rush Limbaugh. No, what she was doing was she was attacking the media members in that room. And I think to send a signal to them, you better watch it because I'm not going to let you do this to Biden. The cover that's being placed out there for Biden is crazy. Now, when we come back, if you're not watching, go right now, JoePags.com, and click on Watch Now. I've got a piece of video where I believe he's lost again. And again, you could argue if you want, but I think that he's, he doesn't know what to do. He turns to Jill, he turns to somebody else, and, and he points this way, like, you know, do I go that way? What do I do? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags. I appreciate you hanging out. Thanks a lot for being here. We'll have uh, Papa John Schnatter at the bottom of the hour. Can you start a business in this day and age? Uh, the economy is so bad. Is it smart to even try right now? And what is the government trying to do by disincentivizing people from owning their own businesses? And how do you rebuild after like a Minneapolis in 2020 where the entire city was uh, was burned to the ground? We're going to talk about all of that and then some with Papa John himself. Make sure you stick around for that. Great American success story, and, and if nothing, listen, I don't care what you think about his politics. He and I politically are, are pretty close, but even if you're on the opposing side of his politics, you can't be on the opposing side of his success and how he grew it from nothing. So make sure you stick around and check that out, okay? Let me tell you about Stamps.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season. It's almost October. That season's right around the corner. If you haven't started preparing for the chaos of the holiday mailing and shipping season, you're falling behind. So get on this. Stamps.com has everything you need to make your life a whole lot easier. It's a 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. Stamps.com is uh, your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. With inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. Protect your margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates. Up to 86% off, you can't beat it. A stress-free solution for every small business. Rates are constantly changing. With Stamps.com's switch and save feature, you can easily compare carriers and rates so you know you're getting the best deal every single time. 
every single day. If you're running an online store, Stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major shopping carts and marketplaces. Get right now to the website. Get ahead of the holiday chaos. Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PAGS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, a free digital scale. Don't have to worry about any long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page. Enter code PAGS and start saving money and start saving it right now. All right, so Whoopi Goldberg decides she's going to somehow defend Biden when she's in reality. She's just attacking the media that normally would be on her side. So also today, Biden decides he's going to say this in front of a group of people. To restore the soul of America. When I ran, I said one of the reasons I was running literally was to restore the soul of America. Bring back some decency and honor in the way we talk about one another, the way we deal with one another. Standing up to anti-Semitism. All right, so let me, let me just throw this out there. I brought this up because we all know the blood-red background and the ridiculous speech with military members behind him where he's attacking half the country. 75 million people who voted for, for Trump were attacked by Biden that night, the resident of the White House. He divided. He's been dividing since he's been in. No unification at all. He's talking about, he keeps on talking about how he decided to run because he saw the horrible way we were talking about each other. And he decides he's going to say this garbage. To restore the soul of America. When I ran, I said one of the reasons I was running literally was to restore the soul of America, bring back some decency and honor in the way we talk about one another, the way we deal with one another, standing up to anti-Semitism. So after that, Biden finishes up his speech and doesn't know what to do. Again, he's one of those things where, and if you're not watching it right now, JoePags.com, click on watch now. He, for some reason, decides to look, he just doesn't know what to do next. Why can't they write in big marker on a piece of construction paper, when you're done, go left, or put a big arrow, go this way? We all know that he's cognitively in trouble. We all know that he's lost a lot of the times. This is happening three, four, five, six, ten times a week. This is happening a lot. I'm going to show the video, and I'll explain it as I see it for those of you listening on the radio. Turns to the right, what do I do now? He's saying something to Jill. She said this, he turns to his left, he points to I go this way. Now Jill pushes him, he pushes his back. Talking about that a little later. He stops and says something, she's pushing him which way to go. It's stunning, he just doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do afterwards. He doesn't know what it is he's supposed to do. And for those who are watching the video stream, you saw exactly what I'm talking about. He gets done, turns to the right, says something to Jill, she says something back. And then he sort of stops in front of her, points the other direction, and she physically, with her hand on his back, pushes him to go that way. And then he stops to answer something somebody yelled at him. Oh, we'll talk about that soon, or something. And then he keeps on going the way that he's being pushed. I'm going to show it to you one more time. Stunning. He doesn't know what to do. She pushes him. She's literally pushing him. Talking about that a little later today, okay? Let's celebrate now. And she she gives him a look like, I can't believe that you're stopping. It's it's actually kind of stunning, to be honest. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Do not miss Papa John Schnatter when we come back. He's the guy that founded and started Papa John's Pizza. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags. 